Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Um, so, I am so heavily in my lazy girl era right now. Like, I think this has been all over everyone's, like, for you page, their YouTube, whatever, where everyone's just like, I'm so drained and so not motivated right now. Um, and that's me. And I was on top of the fucking moon in the very beginning of May. And now it's the last half of May. I'm like, no, stop it. I hate everything. Um, I was on top of the moon, driving home from the gym. So fucking excited. Then came to this really grand realization um, that hurt my feelings. And decided, you know what? I'm never going to think about anything ever again. Yay! Um, and so since then, whenever something big is happening in my life, I just refuse to think about it. Because I just don't want to. Like, I just don't want to actually have to process that. I can't go to therapy until July. My therapist is currently getting licensed. So, she, um... <laughs> Woohoo! So I get to actually have to sit here and work through my shit by myself. And I'm glad that the school year is ending so I can work through it over the summer. <laughs> and then I can come back better than ever. Yay! So I'm going to tell you guys how to get out of a funk. Because this is what I did to get out of my funk from the middle of March to like the middle of May. So it worked for like a solid two months. Um, and then had a grand realization, and was like, oh, I feel like everything in my life just restarted. <laughs> um, so, one of the things that really helped me is those stupid little, like, self-care books that are, like, 52 list for happiness. Um, I have another one that's, like, you're fucking radiant. Um, I have, uh, Ruby Cars, who wrote, like, Milk and Honey. Um, I have her Healing Through Words. Um, finding little journal prompts on Pinterest, those are really good. So you can sit there and, like, work through yourself. I haven't done those in a really long time because I just don't want to work through myself right now. I think not wanting to is, like, the biggest thing. It's like, I'm acknowledging, hey, I need to process something in my life. But at the same time, I don't really want to do that. I don't really want to have to sit there and go through that, like, emotional turmoil for, like, a week. You know, I don't really want to feel sad right now. But I know that if I don't feel sad now, then I'm going to feel sad forever. <laughs> um, but another thing is your body isn't getting the amount of, like, nutrients it needs just because... It's just not, like, in America's diet. <laughs> um, if you're an American listener, which, for some reason, I have, like, 8% of my listeners in, like, fucking Germany. I'm like, alright, more power to y'all. But, um, <clears throat> if you live in America, like, the meat is full of hormones. It's why kids now look so big. And when I say big, I don't mean, like, fat. I mean, like, they look... 13 and 8. And it's, it's terrifying. Um, so, things that I 
have started doing is I've been taking magnesium. It's magnesium glyconate, I believe. It's 200 milligrams. Um, yeah, and it's just, it helps support your whole body. It says muscle rel- relaxation, heart, nerve, and bone muscles. Um, and so, because I go to the gym a lot, I always take it before I go to bed so my muscles can, like, relax. And then, it also just supports your heart and your bones and your nerves. And it's like, oh, <laughs> so why isn't that in our diet? Oh, because there's not enough food that, like, has enough magnesium in it. Unless you're actively trying to eat foods that are high in magnesium. There's, like, six different kinds of magnesium that we're missing, like, from our diet. It's weird. Um, and there's just a lot that we're missing from our diet. That's just like, oh, interesting. Reading helps. Like, reading your self-help books. Um, I'm still reading You Are a Badass. And then after that, I'll read badass habits um so it's just like reading for fun that's great social media really controls your life a lot like i have started to not go on social media for like the first like 30 minutes of a day but it's like only on school days solely so i don't like get lost in tiktok train and be late to school you know what i mean but, um, so I don't do it on the weekends, but it's something that I should implement on the weekends because really doesn't always make me feel the best about myself. And it is honestly something that, like, we are addicted to, and it's something that controls our mood, it controls who we are, how we think, and this is such a, like, holistic mom thing for me to say, but I think it's why so many kids at early ages, get so many mental health problems so much earlier is because we're so much more aware of it. It's like, I'm not saying, like, if kids didn't have social media, they would never have depression. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that whenever kids are constantly comparing themselves to other people on the internet, it's going to make them a lot more depressed and a lot more self-conscious from an early age and care a lot more about their appearance. And that's not something that's super great for children, Um, also, whenever we're exposing our kids to, like, trends or whatever, a lot of those trends are being done by people that are in their 20s, in their late teens, and having your 8-year-old see that is going to make them a lot more, like, mm, it's going to make them mature, mature, is that a word? More mature than they need to be. You know what I mean? It's like, whenever you're exposing your kids to trends or whatever, um, a lot of the trends right now are like, (laughs) this is such a weird thing to say, like wearing like really short shorts and really cropped shirts. If that's what you wear, go for it. I don't care. But I don't think I'd ever let my like eight-year-old wear that. (laughs) I think once they hit like 13, they can wear whatever the fuck they want. That's just like, in my brain, but I think if you're constantly exposing children to things that are, like, belly shorts and short shorts, then they're going to be so much more hyper-aware of their body, and it's going to make them a lot more insecure from an early age, and it's just not going to be good for their psyche. And also, um, whenever people are on TikTok or, or are on Instagram, there's just 
dopamine hit after dopamine hit after dopamine hit. And you very well can get addicted to that, especially at a young age, because your brain is just like, oh, this is giving you dopamine. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And it's just going to cause problems down the road. Like, there was this whole study where they took away, like, kids' iPads for, like, five days and they learned that the kids that they took their iPads away versus the kids that they didn't take their iPads away, um, they could read human expression and emotion better than the kids that had their iPad for those five days. And it's like, oh, that's kind of fucking crazy. That with the more that we give our children like fake human emotions, the more that they're not going to realize, hey. Real people don't act like that. Which is so weird for my brain to think about. It's so weird for me to think about. Um, but in the morning, I make sure that I am not putting in, like, negative dopamine heads and just positive dopamine heads. Like, the only social media that I don't restrict on my phone after a certain hour is Pinterest. Um... <laughs> Because it's Pinterest, and I think Pinterest is pretty harmless, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Pinterest is great. I love Pinterest. Another really important thing to stay in the opposite of your lazy girl era, which I think is just your grind era, is to be feeding into your body and listening to your body and making sure that you're putting the right things in it. Like, I take extra magnesium because I know that that's going to support my dietary needs. And I know that I'm not getting enough of it in general. Um, I work out a lot, so I have to get in a lot of protein. So, like, this morning, right now my family is not home. They all went to, like, a bookstore at, like, 9.30 and I was not awake. Um, but they, like, woke me up at, like, 8.30. They were like, hey, do you want to come with me? And I literally told them goodnight. <laughs> um, and it was kind of funny. I don't, I think I told them goodnight. I don't know what I said. I told them something that wasn't correct. Um, and so when I eventually did wake up, I went to the kitchen and I made myself some eggs and I put some bacon in the eggs. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I want toast. But why do I want toast? I don't want toast because I want something to be crunchy. I want toast because I want to like have like this sweet jam. I was like, so why don't I just eat fucking fruit? Boom. Satisfying my body in a way that's healthy. That's insane. I never thought I'd be able to get to that point in my life. Like, where I was like, okay, I'm not going to put extra, like, salt in the eggs because there's already going to be salt in the bacon, and then that way it can balance each other out, and it's just, like, straight protein, and then I have fruit on the side. Like, I know to most people, they're like, what the fuck? That doesn't sound like nutritious breakfast. But it's better than having, like, a fucking Pop-Tart. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so sorry, but my parents, for years, restricted Pop-Tarts for breakfast. Because they're, like, giant cookies. Which is completely understandable. But I always thought it was funny that we get a box of Pop-Tarts every year for Christmas. We still get boxes of Pop-Tarts every year for Christmas. I hope when I'm, like, 40... I get a box of Pop-Tarts for Christmas. 
please. Um, yeah. <laughs> we also weren't allowed to have, like, super sugary cereals unless we mixed it in with super, like, bland cereals. So, like, frosted flakes with regular Cheerios. I'd always do that because the frosted flakes were so much bigger than the Cheerios. Um, then you had to, like, mix it together. So we weren't, like, just having a sugar bomb for breakfast. And so I think because of that, it's just also... My brain's always just like, hmm. Are we balancing this right way? And also, I'm also... I know that I just said that I had eggs with bacon. I'm so... I'm not, like, scared. But, like, mindful of my sodium intake now. Of being like, hmm, is this too much sodium? It's solely because sodium makes you bloated. And then I don't want to look super bloated. <laughs> and then so I'm like, hmm, this has a lot of salt in it. Maybe I shouldn't. And I'm like, is my brain going crazy from how much I'm working out? Or is this my brain wanting to be healthy? Like, I fully believe in food freedom. Eat whatever the fuck you want to eat. It's your body, not mine. It's your life, not mine. And right now I'm just like in the whole mind state, mindset of being like, hmm. Maybe I shouldn't eat that. But then at the same time, I'm always like, eat everything. Eat whatever the fuck you want. Um, I eat a lot of sweet, sweet stuff. Um, like, a lot of sweet stuff. That's another reason why I take magnesium is because it curbs your sugar cravings. Because I didn't take it for, like, three or four days. And I was like, I want donuts. I want ice cream. I want um, the pink bag of gummy nerd clusters. I want this. I want that. And it's all like sugar, 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 sugar. And sugar is not bad for you at all. Sugar is something that you legitimately like need in your body. And it's just something that I want a lot of sugar if I'm not taking <laughs> magnesium because it helps curve, curb your sugar cravings. Yeah. These are your fun facts with cat. Another one that I'm really bad at is getting, like, a set routine for things. Like, whenever you wake up in the morning, making sure that you have, like, your set routine of how you're going to get ready. Um, and whenever I did have that set routine, I was a lot happier than me just waking up and being like, hmm. Should I get dressed first or do my makeup first? Should I brush my hair first or should I do my makeup first? It's like, hmm. Interesting. That's what I feel like. I love energy drinks. Oh my god, I love energy drinks. I hate every Alani flavor other than the Breezeberry. And so my dad went to the grocery store yesterday and I was like, hey, can you pick up some Breezeberry Alanis? And he was like, what? I was like, the energy drinks. And he was like, okay, whatever. Anyway. And so in fueling my body, I'm also taking energy drinks so I can go to the gym and have energy to actually like work out um on Wednesdays I do yoga which I just thought was so funny that one day that I just invited a bunch of people to come do yoga with me it was great and then I set one of my friends up with one of the guys and I was like this is lovely this is this is the life y'all um I was so happy that day and then I no and then Friday a few Fridays ago let's go my calendar Let's go to the calendar. Yeah, Friday the 19th, I came to this huge conclusion, and then I was like, wow, I'm never going to use my brain again. 
this is great. This is awful. Um, this is making me really sad. And then it's like, it's something that I've no idea how to work through by myself. And I don't want to talk about it right now, so I'm not going to. No. I'm not going to talk about it until you figure it out. Um, but making sure you're having a set routine. And I'm also really big into, like, planning. Especially for next year. And, like, all the clubs I'm going to be in. All the things that I need to do for, like, freshman orientation. All things that I need to run in that, like, case. And making sure that, like, all my decks are in a row. Um, and solely because I believe if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. fail. And I know that's, like, such an unhealthy mindset to have. But it's, like, if I am not planning out almost every move of my life, then I'm not going to really do great and succeed. Like, it, I'm just not. Because I need to have structure in my life. Um, and I think that's why this thought in my brain is hurting me so much, is because it's, it's not bringing me structure or comfort. Like, I had this thought, like, legitimately, like, ten days ago, and it sucks. And I have no idea how to get rid of it. And I'm like, this is awful, and I hate everything, and I'm going to now go cry about it, because what the fuck. Um, another good thing to get yourself out of funk is happy music and not sad music. Like, if you're constantly listening to You're Losing Me by Taylor Swift, um, then, no, you're, you're gonna be sad. If you're not giving yourself things to be happy about, then you're going to constantly just keep falling into this pit of sadness. And it's not a really great pit to be in. Um, I don't like feeling sad. I don't like the fact that I've felt the way i felt for the past ten days. Um, and because of it, I would really like to work through it. I just don't feel like I have the time to. Um, which, you know, you have to give yourself time to process things. And it's just, like, this is just something that I want to process now and get over with. But I know there's so many layers to this thing. I just don't know how to conquer it. And that's okay. That is a-okay. This is just a funk. This is just a stage. This is just temporary. And at the end of the day, I will get better, and it will get better, and everything will be fine. Speaking into reality, everything will be fine. Um, cleaning your room, cleaning your environment, and then cleaning your brain all help a lot. A lot of things that cause us stress are, like, outside sources. And, you know, you can't always, like, cut out outside sources. If it's, like, your parents, you can't necessarily just be, like, I'm not going to talk to you guys for, like, two months so I can, like, get over it. Um, You can't really do that unless you're, like, an adult. Um, So, if it's an outside thing that's causing you stress, then try your hardest to, like, limit your access to the thing that's causing you stress. Like, cleaning my room... Like, my room was so messy, and it was causing me a lot of stress, because I kept, like, tripping over shit. Um, and then I went to the mall, and I got new shoes, and I was like, I'm gonna clean my room so I can, like, put out my new shoes. Um, they're really, really cute, and I can't wait to wear them to the gym. I'm gonna, I love them so much. Um, and then I just, like, spent most of the day, actually, like, cleaning. It was great. Getting in a normal, healthy sleep schedule... Which I'm, I haven't been able to do the past few nights because I'm stressing over certain things. Um, and that's okay. At the same time, it's like, I need to start prioritizing myself again and stop breaking my own standards. 
And speaking of breaking standards, if you don't lay the fuck off of men while you're trying to heal and you're trying to process shit, then you're only going to make it worse. You're only going to stress yourself out more and you need to just lay off dating while you are working on yourself. And I'm in this mindset where I do not want to get in a relationship with someone unless I can see myself being with them long term, like marriage type long term, simply because I think if I'm not in that mindset that I'm dating for heartbreak, you know what I mean? And it's like, I really, 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 really want to be in a relationship, but I don't want to be in a relationship with someone that's not going to make me happy long term. And yes, relationships take work. Yes, love takes work. But if you are not in that headspace where you can give that work and you can give that love, then do not put yourself or anyone else in a situation where they think that you are. Do not do it. And that's a message more to myself than it is to anybody else listening. And this one's going to be like, she's talking about them. No, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. I need to just lay off people. Just lay off. It's not great for my psyche, especially while I'm, like, dealing with shit. (laughs) Yay! This is about being self-aware and accepting myself as who I am. Okay, let's, let's recap. I'm in a funk. Most people in the world are also in a funk right now because it's just a season of transition. Um, so to combat your sadness and you're falling into your lazy era you should do self-work which is journaling um get those stupid cute little journal books read real books like you are a badass or how to be resilient you know what i mean just like read fun books like that get a set routine in your morning and your evening and throughout your day because not every day is going to look exactly the same but if you can start it and end it the same way then you're giving yourself a little bit more stability you know what I mean um as well as feed your body with good things especially the nutrients and things and dietary supplements that your body is not getting but needs like magnesium as well as listening to your food cravings and being like well why do I want this food oh because I want something sweet right now so why don't I eat fruit or fuck it eat the candy anyways do whatever the hell you want food is fuel eat whatever makes you happy um working out exercise get out there do some yoga go lift some weights you'll feel strong you'll feel better I might it might help you a little bit um don't date anyone don't Talk, like, you know what I mean when I say, like, talk. Don't, like, quote, unquote, talk to anybody. Um, don't do that while you're in your healing process because it's just gonna make you more stressed out and make you more upset. And Kat is currently working through some emotional term oil because when is she not? Um, woohoo! I think that's it. I think that's, like, our full recap. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh well, you listened to the episode, I didn't. I'll see you guys next week, probably, hopefully. I don't know. (laughs) This has been another episode of Let's Talk About It. Mwah.